It's not easy being Jeff Lewis. I did cause all the problems, okay. but then I apologized. Okay. And then I think we're good now. I believe my purpose here on Earth. I'm a bullshit police officer. Okay. I'm the bullshit police. All of you have either quit or been fired before. Andrew, did you quit? A little of both. <laughs> Jeff Lewis has issues. Hey, welcome to Jeff Lewis Has Issues. In today's episode, Vicki Gumbelson and Doug Buden join the show. We talk about suing Madonna, the Trace Amigas, and of course, insurance. Morning. Good morning. Well, good morning. Michael Smith is here, your boyfriend of two years. Welcome, Michael. Have you ever done radio before? No, I've never done this. Okay. So I told you're you. You're doing great. Yeah, you're so far. That you're doing good. so well. Thank you for inviting him because I just needed him to drive me up here because I hate driving in L.A. So. I know. It's, I know. It takes, it takes a while to get yeah. used to it. Uh, so we had uh, drinks last night at the One Hotel. How was your room? Perfect. Okay. Did they upgrade her to the suite or no? They just give her a room? No. I- See, Megan King, they upgraded to a suite. I don't know why. Mm. They're a Megan fan. Do not show yeah. favoritism, or I might have to pull out my gloves. And you went across the street to Katana. We did. You had a nice love, dinner. Katana. Now, we were talking yesterday about um, the Madonna concert and mm-hmm. how we all want to go, but it's it's been um, a little, I think, inconsistent with the time that she goes on stage. Correct. Now, so our one of our listeners, Orphe, she did go to Madonna last night, and she reported back. And so okay. this is what happened. And the showtime that's listed is 8.30 p.m. Yes. She said 8.30 p.m., the DJ starts. Okay, so that's fun. D- 9.30, the DJ stops. So that tells me then we don't really need to get there until like 9.15, right? right. Then uh, 9.46, just music. 9.51, Drag Queen. Oh. 9.57, Madonna. 12.04, good night. Whoa. Wow. I just went to Adele. She was on time. She was personable. I would be walking out. I mean, there's no way. See, I was talking about this yesterday, but mm-hmm. I really want to go to the concert. But now that I know, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't need to get there till, say, nine. Mm-hmm. And then I could handle it. I think I could be there. So I'm there till midnight. I'm home in bed by one, but I'm up at 530. Yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah. Well, and I have, a, I have a feeling in L.A. she would even start later. It just feels It's a school night. We gotta be on time. I know. So what was happening, Vicky, we were talking yesterday. There's two people that went to her concert in Brooklyn. I think it was in December. And they're suing because she went on she didn't go on until ten forty five. You can't sue for that. She went on for ten forty five. That's wrong. But you can't sue for that. But here's the thing. They couldn't get trains. They had to get oh. Ubers. They had to uh they had to pay the babysitter an extra three hours. It, you know, they have to yeah. get up in the morning. They've got family responsibilities, mm-hmm. they have work Agreed. responsibilities. And they pay a lot for the tickets. And they pay a yeah, lot pay for a lot. the tickets. Mm-hmm. And we it... were saying that the people that can afford those tickets mm-hmm. have jobs. Correct. And we have to get up the next morning. We have to work. Yes. But is it just Madonna? Is it not like the management company or whatever that's I, well, no, I guess it is. She's probably the one who's like, but no, I'm not ready. If she's sticking to this schedule and I have an idea of what's happening here, I feel like I could do it. And especially if it's a Thursday night, then I can go without sleep knowing yeah. that Friday and Saturday I can catch up with my sleep. She should put that out there. That, oh, by the way, I'm not going to appear till 11 o'clock. Well, I think everybody or knows. Or 9.30 or 9.30, whatever the numbers are. Yeah. You're right. It really should be Let clear. Let me know ahead of it's time. Not, the show's not at 8.30. Mm-mm. I mean, yes, the DJ's on from 8.30 to 9.30. I don't want to hear the DJ. I, I don't hear, either. I want to hear Madonna. Hey, Correct. That's what I'm paying for. Yes. I agree with you. Now, um, I guess we could just dive right into it. There was uh, uh, the Trace Amigas yes. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some changes with Lots the Trace Amigas show. Now, 
I'm wondering now, Doug, your role suddenly got bigger. <laughs> That's right. I'm a Trace Amiga now. <laughs> See? You, know, I, you that, wish for it, and guess what? I wonder where that dress is, and there's that pair of heels. The orange jumpsuit. So the, yeah. so the Trace Amigas is a live show that you did, you used to do, with Shannon and Tamara. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky enough, before the band broke up, I was lucky enough to do the improv mm-hmm. Irvine I mm-hmm. went, and I had a great time. It was a great show. We loved so it. It was so successful that you girls got together and decided to do additional shows. Mm-hmm. And that takes a lot of effort, correct? It does. So we did two in Phoenix, two in Irvine, one, two in California. And the rehearsal for it, we hired a choreographer. We were like totally committed to this, got an LLC, got a bank account, got our um, T-shirts. And like we, we were going on the road. You know, we're going to do this. And Tamara decided she didn't want to be part of it anymore. So we're going on the road, Shannon and I, and we're going to have fun. Okay, so as far as I know, there are eight shows booked, mm-hmm. right? So you've got um, your schedule to be on March 13th, you'll be in Houston. March 14th, you'll be in Austin, Texas. March 20th in Indianapolis. March 21st in, uh, March 21st in St. Louis. April 24th in Naples. April 25th in Boca. May 7th in Portland. And May 8th in Ontario. Wow. So to go, get, you can get tickets at, was it at Vicki Gumbelson? Mm-hmm. Or where do we go to get tickets? No, we're going to go to HP Talent. HPA Ticket. Tickets.com. Okay. And so we hired can, a manager. You can get the tickets for any of the shows mm-hmm. if you go to HPATickets.com. So we hired a manager, Paris uh, Dijon. Actually, Julius, Michael, and Priscilla from Andy's show, they do our hair and makeup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They referred us to Paris, and Paris is a brand manager. So he goes out and books bands and appearances like this, and he's like, I want this show. This You guys are going to hit it big so he came on board and told Tamara about it she's like yeah I'm all about it we did the Phoenix show he got those booked and then the situation happened with Shannon and Tamara didn't really want to do the Phoenix show but we did it and we were a big success we sold out and then while she was in Scotland I guess she had second thoughts and came back and called Paris not Shannon or I and said I don't want to be part of it anymore and I have not talked to Tamara since well, Phoenix. you haven't even talked to her Mm-mm. I mean, since a, Vegas was at Bravo Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Phoenix. We did the two. When was the Phoenix two shows show? In Phoenix, uh, right before. What month? Before was that? she went to Scotland, so it was maybe a month and a half ago. I yeah. don't have the exact dates, but there was a text. Are you ignoring me? I'm like, blah, 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 back and forth, but there was no conversation. She never said I'm out, and I I find that really uh, hurtful because I thought we were in this together, and but she's like, I'm really busy. I'm like, we're all busy. We're all busy. We, she asked Paris to give her at least six weeks notice and she would go around her calendar. And she can back out, I guess, kind of. Anybody can back out of anything, but you give the people that you're doing it with a conversation. Okay, so you were upset then that she had... I'm hurt. She spoke to the manager... Paris. First, before mm-hmm. she even... She never even told Shannon and I. I Paris see. called us and told us. She doesn't seem like someone who would avoid confrontation. Um, if she was afraid, you'd be upset. I'm, I, I'm surprised that she didn't reach out to you directly. Now, when I spoke to her, mm-hmm. she said that she was very clear from the beginning that she couldn't commit to all the shows. Is that true? There wasn't any commitment of any shows. We said we will schedule them when we're all available. I'm just as busy, if not busier, than her. So we all agreed, the three of us, that... We were going to lay out the show for the rest of the year. And she goes, if I have at least six weeks notice, I'm going to start filming. We'll incorporate the shows around that. So we didn't even have any other shows booked. So these eight shows mm-hmm. were not booked. Correct. I see, before. Correct. So you had uh, four shows mm-hmm. under your belt. Mm-hmm. Nothing else planned. Nothing else planned. Mm-hmm. I see. And so then 
she gets she calls Paris mm-hmm. and says, I'm out. I'm out. And from what I hear, she said we were talking about her behind her back. And I said, no, it's actually in front of you. Uh, you know. Yeah, see, that's the other thing um, I believe that I had heard that she was she was concerned that you weren't being a loyal friend. And then talking you and Shannon Please. were talking behind her back. The Please. only thing I will tell you that my experience with Tamara and Tamara is a friend of mine mm-hmm. um, is that often she of all of everyone on my anyone on my show she tends to listen to the people that are dming her Mm -hmm. without hearing the show Mm -hmm. so often i will get a text from Tamara: did you say this or Mm -hmm. did you do that i said absolutely not Mm -hmm. you need to hear the show Mm -hmm. this has been misconstrued Mm -hmm. and and i said this is an issue Mm -hmm. like this has been a recurring issue with you and me like and so when she told me about the fact that she felt you guys were talking behind her back. I said, who did you hear this mm-hmm. from? And are you sure? Because these people on your DMs stir up shit a lot. I and they're think it's Caden. Un- I think it's Caden. Okay. No, we know Caden. And we Kaden, met him. He does, he does social media for Tamara. He did it for, for Tamara and mm-hmm. Shannon. And he was hearing things from Shannon and sending it over to Tamara and not confronting Shannon correct, directly. Because he would never do my social media. He's a troublemaker. So... You know, he asked to come into my DMs and, and handle my social media. I'm like, no, we're good. So so he would tell Tamara things that Shannon said publicly correct. or privately? Privately. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we don't know if that's and so I real know, true. And I know what the issue was. It was, you know, unfortunately, we all know Shannon had a little situation, big situation. And Her DUI. Yeah, Shannon's taking accountability for it, and she's handling it. And it was a wrong mistake, and I don't condone it and all that stuff. But. All of a sudden, now Tamara made it her problem, her issue. We shouldn't do the show because of that. No, one has nothing to do with the other. The well, show must go on. And the show, the show went on. Uh, we did two shows mm-hmm. together in After Phoenix, that. and the the first show, we uh, they Adjusted. made a lot of changes <laughs> to remove certain things. But the second show, everything was back in as great. normal, and Shannon embraced it, and mm-hmm. it was so fun. I mean, we, it was a great we show. We never said it's okay to drink and <laughs> yeah. drive. We did say pour some tequila on me because we ad libbed the words for that other song, but we took that out. And I don't drink a lot. Everybody knows me. Do I drink a lot? I think you had one glass of wine the entire night last night. I don't drink a lot. I hate drunks. It's a big deal for me. I hate drunks. I hate anger. I hate personality (laughs) changes. It it really is a big... You're on the wrong show. It's a big thing. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. That explains your beef. I was was married to an alcoholic my first marriage, and it is a disgusting habit for people getting drunk. I don't like it. I don't want to be around it. So if anybody says I condone Shannon, no, I do not like drunks. So was Shannon drinking too much? I don't know that night. I, I, I wasn't with her. All I know is what happened. And she's never driven drunk before. And, you know, Tamara lied and said, oh, I wanted, you to, I wanted to hold you and I wanted to be in my bed next to you. She never called Shannon and said, how are you doing afterwards? She, she, Shannon had lived with us for a week or 10 days. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were there for her. That's what friends do. You fucked up. I'm going to be there for you. We'll get through this. But wasn't she, was in her defense, wasn't she filming Traitors? Yes. But she also so, said she wanted to stay back and hug her. But that's, but, I mean. But that, she, that was the following day. and She did reach out to Shannon, though. Yeah, and then she and was out of pocket. She was concerned. I know and, that. But she got back, and then she quit our show. Right. So something happened while she was doing something that. Scotland. Well, it, it seems, she seems to be influenced by by the people around her, right? She doesn't, listen, she she said Teddy Mellencamp's her very, very best friend, and Teddy Mellencamp would be there for her forever, and she's a better friend than me. Well, you know what? No. 
You've known Teddy Mellencamp for however many years. You've known me for 13, 14. We've had our ups and downs, but don't compare me to Teddy Mellencamp ever. Okay. And we have a beef, and we will always have a beef. But it would be good if you two spoke directly. I think that, I you know. know. Yeah. So I, have a lot to I said I said to, um, well, first of all, I, I'm probably, I don't like all this drama. I don't like the dissension. You were the cause of a lot of our drama for four years. We just <laughs> yes, found out. Yes, but we can get there. It. But what I'm saying is my favorite, and I say it over and over and over again. I've said it on Watch What Happens Live. My favorite thing about Real Housewives of Orange County is the Trace Amigas. Mm-hmm. I love the relationship between you, Tamara, and Shannon. I'm friends with it's all incredible. three of you. I Whatever I can do to repair this, I tell will. Tell her to tell me she's sorry. Well, I you also, don't destroy the band without having a conversation. We're a band. We're I, a, we're an act. We're let's friends. Let's consider the fact, and look, she's going to have to, you know, be responsible for this. But let's consider the fact that she might be influenced by other sources, <laughs> right? But, whether uh, it's Caden, whether it's anyone else, and I think when she's—I just got the push. If right she there. went to Scotland, <laughs> you have no idea how many people were like, "Well, you can't associate yourself with Shannon anymore. This is a bad look for you. You have a business. You have this." Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just okay. Please, if I'm, somebody told me that, I would say, "F you." I am friends with Shannon. I'm going to be there for her through this tough time. That's what a friend does. Okay, you don't bail out on somebody when they have a tough time. I did tell Tamara. I said I have never heard. Uh, you well, I know you guys are angry with her right now. I'm but, not uh, angry with her. I'm disappointed in her. Okay, I have. I said I've never heard that because she's like they're talking behind my back. I said not to me. They're not. They have never said anything negative. I might have said her ego is very big, and she thinks she's better than me, and she's not. I'm not better than her. We're all equal. We're all people. We all have a brain and two eyes and two ears and one ass big mouth. All of us. And I. I don't want her to think she's above me because she's full-time on Housewives and I'm not. Like, I, I, I think she thought... Well, that could be your interpretation of what's going I on. Know, I feel like you need to have a... That's I what know, you're feeling. Uh, that's how I feel and that how I feel is right. I, it would really... You're, okay. Yeah. It, it was so, I will say, in that dressing room, because I, you know, I spent more time with Vicky, Shannon, and Tamara over the course of those two days, obviously, than any other time. And I was so excited to see Real Housewives in the real world at the airport, backstage, mm-hmm. you know. And it was so much fun. We're Just fun. sitting in that green room before the show started, we were laughing, playing with each other's hair, myself included. <laughs> you know, she she, she hugged me after the show, and so, she said, this is this is us, right. I love you, Vicky. And so, that was the last time I talked to her. <laughs> right, and, and I, I understand that she went to the manager first, to Paris first, to say, I'm, I can't do the show. I think that's probably how it should happen. No, and then she you should, talk to the no, people no, no, you're working and with. And she should reach out to you as well. But what we're missing now is that rapprochement, the three of you just having a conversation together, because that's what you have I do think yet. she should have called them first. She should have I called don't. us first. I, I do. Listen to me. We were friends What does it matter? First. Because we're friends. First? We're friends. <laughs> you, you call your friend and you say, Vic, I'm kind of disappointed that you are. Or you call uh, you call the employer. You call the, the booker and you say, I'm not going to be no, moving forward. No, 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 no. You, say, you call Vicky and Don't tell them I'll let Shannon. You don't call the booker first because you don't want that call from a booker. No, no. You say, I'm going to let them know. No. I'm letting you no, know. No, she's my friend. So is that the, that's the crux? If she had called you first? No, I think the whole thing Paris? of backing out of this is bullshit. We did four shows. We were on the road. We were having so much fun. And all of a sudden, <laughs> It's gone. But guess what? The show's going on. Yes. Okay. The show's going on. Okay. So let's look at what could have happened. Maybe she said, look, I can do Houston, but I can't do Austin. I can do Naples, but I can't do Boca. And Ontario, no problem. Correct. But then, you know, pretty quickly she announced her live show. Uh, One week later. 
So do you okay? So do you think that maybe she had already made that decision that she was going to do her? I don't know. I she can ask said, her. "I heart." I know what happened from what I know. She said, "I heart had that already booked," and she did tell us she had one live show with her husband and Teddy and Edwin. And then all of a sudden, she brought Emily on. Why didn't she bring me on? Oh, that's right, because Teddy and I can't stand each other. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, let's let's go down. No, 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 because I'm friends with Teddy too. No, 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 no. You I don't. Not be friends with Teddy, Vicky. You oh, I'm can't friends with Teddy. Teddy. Not be friends with Teddy, Vicky. Teddy, Teddy Vicky. asked me publicly. Teddy I'm asked me. Teddy Vicky, asked me publicly where I was January sixth. Excuse me, I was in Puerto Vallarta. You Instead don't say of that celebrating my birthday, thank you very much, Vicky. <laughs> yeah, gloves are off on that one. Mm-hmm, that's right. We were having drinks. You were supposed to show up, Vicky. I wasn't invited. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Alexis Bolino, John Jansen. We were all friends with John Jansen. Oh, this will go smoothly now. <laughs> I a less controversial topic. Yes. <laughs> Let's move to a lighter topic. I um, I John Jansen was always lovely to me. He was always Us too. He was generous. He was so fun. I had a great time with him. I'm disappointed how all this. I'm disappointed that they broke up. Very. I'm, dis- I'm very disappointed that. He has now is now dating Alexis. How do you feel about this? Okay, so let's reverse just a little bit. So okay. when the accident happened, Shannon was renting out Michael's place. So we're very close to this. John Jansen was over there taking Shannon to the doctor, doing all this. We had dinners together mm-hmm. after that. That was just two months ago, okay? Two and a half, whatever the numbers are. Eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks. Doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, John was there for Shannon during this situation. Then paparazzi were outside of Michael's house, so we said, come to Kodo. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to get through the gate. It's very quiet there. That's why I like living there. Mm -hmm. Shannon comes there. She's in the downstairs bedroom. She's got Archie. We're all good. We're a happy family, the four of us. Okay? Archie, Shannon. And John was crickets. Okay? After she went to Kodo, he was crickets. Didn't really turn, return a lot of phone calls, blah, blah, blah. Then Shannon's like, well, I don't think we're going to make it. I go, do you love him? She goes, I do. I think he loves me, blah, blah, Then they supposedly, Alexis and John met at A's, which is a watering hole in Newport Beach that everybody used to go to, including this one to the right of me. <laughs> so I got him to Kodo. I like A's. Um, the the, the so, one across from you as well. Mm-hmm. I like A's. So any, so anyway, I guess they met for the first time, and the next thing you know, they're madly in love, and she's got a promise ring. Like a, a day later. So that's very hurtful to Shannon. John wants to redeem himself on the show because I guess there was a bad connotation of him. I don't know. I don't know how the viewers and how the other cast felt about it because I wasn't filming with them last year. So now he's using Alexis to supposedly redeem himself. Do you think this is the best way to redeem himself? He's going to look like an asshole. Just yeah. to FYI, John, go away. If you're madly in love with Alexis, get off social media. Nobody needs to know about you guys. And she is using that as a platform. Meet my new love. And it's Banks, the dog. Okay, people already know Banks. Like, it's not, I love Banks as much as I love John. Johnny, what? So it's way too much. It's called love bombing. I had it happen to me. And Brooks did it to me. And I was, I was hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. It happens. And you can't love somebody after a week of dating or two weeks, you know, and a promise ring after a month, wearing it on this finger right now, it's just, it's gross. Mm-hmm. If you really love each other, go away and figure out your relationship quietly. 
Don't rub it in Shan's face. Do you think that Alexis Bellino would have been asked back to the show if she was not dating John Jansen? Doubt it. I mean, she was, I think, one season wonder. I mean, there was no real what do you substance think? with her. I don't think she would have been asked back. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think there would have been other, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe better choices, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. A lot of better choices. And, you know, I, Alexis was lovely to us, and she's been on the show, and she went to our live show, and the whole thing. Um, I just don't think... No. <laughs> Sorry, she is very boring. Sorry, there is not a lot, lot, she lot, is, lot, no. lot, lot of stuff going Vicky, on in there. She was lovely. I'm sure us. she is lovely, and I've I've had a lovely-ish relationship with her-ish. I right. mean, I just don't see any like, wow, let's choose Alexa Blaine and be a friend this season. Like, right? It, it, it will it, come it, on. It was convenient because of of the situation. I thought I would see Gretchen back before. I mean, I thought there would be other people that I would see come back before Alexis, but I do believe that John Jansen union has probably, mm -hmm. and he wants to redeem himself through Alexis and rub it in Shan's face. Right. Mm. That's hurtful. Yeah. I don't like people hurting people. That's, that's gross. He is hurting Shannon by shoving this on social media. Meet Johnny. Like nobody's ever called him Johnny before. Before I take a break, I did want to ask you, I've noticed that, you know, I've watched Housewives from the very beginning. And I'm just curious, like, what became um, kind of a vehicle to, I don't know, to witness these women, like, leading these aspirational lives. And now I feel like they're trading that for people that maybe have, do not have aspirational lives at all. Right. For drama. And... I mean, it, maybe that's why I'm not anymore because I don't like drama. Well, yes, but you did have that aspiration. I do life. have an aspirational life. I have three yeah. homes and I'm yes. jet setting everywhere and I'm dating an incredible man. And I'm. Who, by the way, buys you real nice jewelry. I did notice all the Cartier last night. Oh, really? You got good yes. taste. Thank you. And I'm not wearing it on this finger like Alexis because. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, don't promise, Rick. Michael, what is it like to date Vicki Gunvalston? Because she's intense. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Uh, it's been awesome, honestly. She is um, genuine. She has a huge heart. We've been dating a little over two years now. Yeah. She Blink is... your eyes if you're call if it's a call for help. Come on. <laughs> she's grabbing me right now. <laughs> no, no, we laugh a lot. No, we have a great time. We always and... get lost if I have the directions. And one of the greatest things, I mean, we've become best friends. We really have. We spend almost every minute together. Uh, I enjoy it. We uh, travel. We thank Kelly Dodd for that introduction. Kelly Kelly introduced you? I've known Mm -hmm. Kelly a long time, yeah, from Newport Beach. Did you know that? And yes. she, she introduced no way. me to Vicky. Yeah. And it was like, wasn't it? It was like three weeks after you, because you and Kelly had a beef also. Yeah, we did. And then you squashed it. And then three weeks later, mm-hmm. Kelly set you up I with want Michael. I you to meet somebody. I'm like, oh, do I have to start dating again? I was getting ready to head back to Chicago, where I'm from, because I thought the California people are just not my, my gig. Mm-hmm. And I gave him 18 things when we had our first <laughs> date right out of the gate. I said, oh, by the way. This is what I want you in a man. list or checklist. Right oh, yeah. You uh, showed up with a list. Notes. What was on my notes in my iPhone? So I gave him that list. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said Jeff, I showed up. I was not looking for a girlfriend. <laughs> right. She shows up with this list. With a list. And starts what was going on my down it. And then about the fifth one, sixth one, I, I go, yeah, I wear cowboy boots. Yes, I'm from Texas. All this. It can't then, be from California because I'm from and Texas. she got down to where, do you have a boat? And I said, I'm never going to own a boat. 
And so she took that off the list. So I, and I said, you've got to like to travel. You have to like Mexico. You have to have a passport. You have to be a Christian. You have to do well, all my things. Mm-hmm. You have to be a family man and you have to be divorced. You have to have a child. So was it really a boat was on your list? Uh-huh, yeah. I love boning, but I took the boat off. <laughs> I will you say, I'll get the boat off. She settled. I'll get the boat off because I had a night, boat with Don. And we I are sitting at the one hotel bar <laughs> and Vicky starts talking about like investing and business and money and this life insurance and blah, 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 1031 exchanges. And I'm like, Michael, I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is like foreplay because she's so smart. Yeah. So a, smart, and I I was like learning a lot from you last night, me and too. and it you was actually common. It was motivating yeah. me. It was like motivating me to go out and do more and make money and invest and and so I do. You, do you do like speaking engagements? I do, well, I do. Yeah, I do. I'm I was going to say do a finance, pretty... I'm going to do a finance tour. Um, Paris Hilton got me on a finance tour, so we're going to do that financial fitness, and so it's going to be with Vicky. Yeah, budget so, expenses and all that fun stuff. Wow. I imagine she's always challenging you, Michael. Always. Where's yeah. your spreadsheet? <laughs> <laughs> no. So Jameson, you, you've met Jameson mm-hmm. before. He used to be just the sweetest, nicest, most respectful guy. Uh-oh. And then I what happened? I still am, Jeff. And then what happened is, uh, it's been we've worked together for many years now. And yes, I poke fun, and yes, I drag him a little bit publicly. Occasionally. And I just <laughs> Roll think the tape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like uh, now what's happening is he's he's now fighting back. <laughs> So he he will send in the night he'll send in the evenings he'll be like here's just a couple questions for tomorrow because he's also very interested in Real Housewives mm-hmm. and all of that, but then he throws in, um, let's see, would a life insurance premium for someone as old and handicapped as Jeff make sense? Could he even get one if he tried? The answer is, I need to see your medical records. It's not going to be good, Vicky. I need to know what your driving history is. If you've had oh, a DUI, oh, by the way, you're not insurable. Oh, I, well, oh, I think it's off the record by now. Okay, so, so, so that's funny about emails. So what time of night are you getting emails from me as I'm laying next to you? And what time oh, is your no. daughter getting emails from me? As So she works for me, his daughter, Olivia. Love her. But I, if I can't sleep, I'm... I'm thinking and I'm sending emails out and I hear his phone ding 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 I'm like who's texting you who's emailing you he's like you <laughs> so yeah well I thought it was interesting uh Shane then took over last night and was very interested in buying a life insurance policy and I was like one. I was like oh that's great you know it's a good idea but then I realized he wants to take it out on me of course because I if you kick smart. the bucket which you will one day he's have, out of a job I have nothing right nothing so it's called a key man key we man. do that all day long every key, what is it called key man okay so You're my key he man. becomes the owner he becomes a beneficiary the business can pay for it but then the business doesn't get that benefit so the taxable it's gonna be taxable to you so you have to pay the premium Mm-hmm. Or you bonus him the premium. Mm-hmm. You're the owner, so if you guys ever break up, you can still have the policy. I'm, oh, by the way, I still own Steve and Don's policies. <laughs> really? How well? Do you I'm going to put know? policies on my ex. Three million. Yeah. Do you have to know? Like, could I take a policy on anybody? No, I want? you have to have an insurable interest. Uh, oh, so but Doug could put one on me. Absolutely. Right? I can. But Shane, but see, you're going to be able to get another job. Shane won't. He has no what do skills. You know about listen, my listen, he has zero listen, skills. You own it. You can work for 500 other people, but when you apply and when it's approved, you own it kind of at options. that time. Can I book so, an appointment okay. with you, Vicky? Amen. I have we'll some do stuff Zoom, to talk we'll to you about. So, anyway, you can own an insurance policy. When I was married to Don, he bought the policy. I was his wife. I own it. 
when I was engaged to Steve, I bought the policy on him. I own it. Oh, by the Steve, by the way, Steve, I still have that policy on you. <laughs> How much is it? Six hundred. Nice. And two point one on Don. So when one of those How's Don's health? Well, it's good. Oh. <laughs> really? But it's fine. Two point one, that'd be nice. Yeah. Right tax now. free. Really? That's tax free? All life insurance. How old is, is Don? He's this. gonna be seventy one. I want to get one on myself. <laughs> Do we think he's going to live another 10 years? Well, he'll live 10 years, but I'll keep paying for it. Yeah. We're all going okay, okay. to die in this room. What happens if you go before Don? Then my who gets kids, get my the kid, policy? My kids are going to have to pay those premiums. Okay. But, but it is transferable then. Like it's, no, can, it's not transferable. Oh, no, Don not. will always be the insured. Right. My kids will pay those premiums, and then when, when he dies, they will no, get That's 50, what I'm 50. saying. The policy. Yeah, because they're contingent <laughs> beneficiaries. Okay. But you have to have an interest. So you you can't. have an insurable interest in somebody. I don't have an insurable interest in Jonathan. I don't. Okay. But you have an insurable interest in Jeff. Have you insured Michael? Press hard three copies. Well, we're working on that one. Okay. Uh, So, yes. Okay. So you will end up getting an insurance policy on Michael. Absolutely. Okay. But what I didn't understand, which felt weird to me last night, when you were talking to. I should have one on Monroe. And I'm like, what do you mean? Of course. I don't want. Like, I don't even want to think about well, no, it's something not for happening death. to her. It's not for death. It's yeah. for building tax-free cash. Okay. So you pay, let's say, $10,000 a year on it or $20,000 a year on her policy, which you can afford. And then you pay on it for 20 years, and she's 27. You hand her the policy. Oh, by the way, honey, you've got half a million dollars of cash value. You can borrow it out tax-free, mm-hmm. cash it out, or it's a paid-up policy, and she'll have it for the rest of her life. And you did that for your grandkids? I did it for my grandkids. I did it for my children. Can't you just buy a bond? That's what my grandparents did. They just buy no, me a bond. And it's it, dollar it for d- interest for 30 years. Boring. Okay, you're not buying a bond. You're buying an insurance policy because it's insur- you have an insurable. Pennies on the dollar. So if yeah. I bought a million-dollar policy on me, I couldn't pay the money that it will reap re- back in the death I, it's just, You it's need a policy on me. Morbid. Let me ask you this, just a little bit of a left turn. What's going on with the... Do you have, is it my mic, maybe? Am I, I'm, do do I sound okay? Maybe it's yeah, my Yeah, you sound great, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you did a great job with your kids. Thank you. And um, they are, are, are very smart and productive and responsible. independent, mm-hmm. responsible, and all of that. Now, did you... Have, I have a little issue with uh, Monroe in school right now, and she's in first grade. Mm-hmm. She has discovered that she can get out of things if she goes to the nurse. Mm-hmm. And these are the three reports Uh-oh. that I just oh, got oh, in the last oh, three no. weeks. Okay, I hear her. Um, and so... Yes. Okay. Student states a classmate accidentally stepped on her right arm while getting up from quiet time. And so she had to be treated with ice. Uh, No redness or swelling, but she needed ice Mm -hmm. and she had to go to the nurse. Mm -hmm. Uh, While in recess, another student accidentally fell on her chest. Mild redness around chest area. Uh, Ice and rest. Poor thing. She, she didn't. So if it was red. Now, this is once a week now, Vicky. I love this. This is once she a week. She needs attention. You need to give her more attention. Student reported her shoe was rubbing against her right ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Minimal Come redness on. and scabbing. No bleeding. In good spirits overall. Band-aid applied. Returned to this. class. I love this. She's doing this once a week. Absolutely. She complained she... about her shoe. <laughs> she her ankle. She's looking for attention. So that's what happens. Really? Okay, and yes. better footwear. I might have been Monroe when I was younger. <laughs> you did? I mean, Mike. I had a hangnail. I need to go to the nurse. What She's do I say? I mean, what do I, you as a mom, sweetheart. what do I say? Uh, sweetheart, we don't go to the nurse unless it's a really important thing, like going to the hospital. We go to the nurse for a headache or, you know, a hangnail that's 
like antique. Not a student no. accidentally no. sat on my arm. Sat on her arm. I have to tell you arm. something funny. So Troy's <laughs> 11, my, my oldest, and he came home yesterday or the day before and told Brianna, my, my daughter, so mom, there's two girls in my class who think they're kittens. I guess there's this new thing out about furries. They wear the tail and the ears, and if the teacher calls on them, they go meow. And so Troy's like, it's very distracting. So Brianna's like, mom, what do I do with this information? I said, Go to the principal, go to the superintendent. She did, and the superintendent had no idea that furries were a real thing. So oh, I don't we know. know about furries. I've never heard about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in my we day. We have not had the furry conversation. She's seven. We have not had that. Oh. I didn't know that that was even allowed. I may allowed. have mentioned it to my I go, it's not Halloween. Not <laughs> yeah. Day. No, it's they shouldn't Halloween. be wearing tails. So they stopped it. Good. Thanks for listening. If you want more of this, listen to Jeff Lewis Live every weekday on Sirius XM as well as the Jeff Lewis channel exclusively on the Sirius XM app. 